0: Welcome into A to Z sports powered as always by the bet MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at eight central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can find links to the show on our Twitter feed. Like Zach mentioned at A to Z sports. Also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok as well. Uh, Nashville's on demand sports talk network gathering our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us. And they help out, you guys, with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon, or what they have on the lot. Also, check them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com, the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you FBHP.com slash A T O Z. So, do you want to dive right into this Titans achievement opportunity or do you want to talk about who you saw in the airport uh, yesterday as you were coming home from Dallas uh, before we dive into this thing?
1: Well, I will we'll go ahead and uh, tell the airport story. Uh, I got off my flight from Dallas and I'm walking down BA as I do quite a bit nowadays. And I look up and I see somebody with an A to Z sports shirt on. Mm. And I'm like, that's my company. I wonder who this guy is. And so I approach and I realize it is our own Buck Rising oh, about yes. to board a flight. So his flight, uh, he didn't have the same luck. It was longer than a 15-minute delay. He was delayed on his trip wherever he was traveling. And so uh got a chance and opportunity. First time I had actually talked and, and shook Buck's hand because we work in, in such person. a virtual yeah. world. And... God, I don't even know how long. I mean, I, mean I, I I literally cannot tell you when the last time I actually saw Buck in person. But that that's just the way that our business runs. <laughs> you know, when I tell that to older generation and like what explain what we do and and how the business works a little bit and how I've never you know met a couple of our employees face to face. It's just the way that it is. So, yeah. uh, but. That is something that uh, A to Z Sports, uh, I decided after talking to Buck, uh, before the season starts, we're going to get our uh, employees that live in Nashville and anybody that wants to join that, to fly in. But we'll have to have a little gathering uh, and yeah. cheers to, uh, and get ready for the season.
0: Yeah, is Buck uh, – do you think Buck's on pace for 220 by training camp? Since you now have seen him in person for the first time in several months. I mean, I know uh, he I been- will say
1: this. I'll compliment Buck. He seemed taller and oh, he, was, he, he was he's his probably back was against the wall like because he was waiting. <laughs> I did notice that. So I was like, man, Buck, you you he looked like six four, six five. And I was like, I know that that that's not the case. I knew he was tall. But yeah, I mean, I think he's trending that direction. There he's just go. he's got to be disciplined. Uh, weight loss is all about discipline. That's all it is. It's structure and discipline. Eat right, work out, get in a routine, and you should have no problems. No doubt. Now that's Difficult for some and uh, and easy for others, but discipline—that's the way of the world.
0: Yep. All right. So let's. Uh, Nate's burner says, "When's the last time you saw me face to face?"
1: Um.
0: When three, was that? Three weeks, four weeks ago.
1: Yeah, a month ago, maybe. It might have been
0: a month, maybe. I,
1: that's just, just not how that's just it just works. How it goes. That's just. I how used it goes. to see him every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now, it, yeah, that's just how it goes. But anyway, all right, let's dive into this. Okay. So. I'm going to flashback a year ago, uh, not quite a year ago, maybe a little little, little less than, but we had our bold predictions for the Titans season, Zach. You remember those? You thought Rashawn Evans was going to have a breakout year? I didn't Uh, mean to rub that into your face. I said it.
1: You say, hey, I said it. So I'm (laughs) not going to run away from it.
0: I said the Titans defense will go from 24th in scoring in the NFL in 2020 to a top 12 scoring defense in 2021. I said they cut that ranking in half. What'd they do? They cut it down even more than that. They cut it down by 75%. They went from 24th in leagues in scoring average per game in the NFL in 2020 to 6th in the NFL in scoring defense this past season in 2021. So a massive jump of a lot of ranking spots for the Titans defense in one year. Now we understand there's a lot of variables and reasons why they were able to be much better in 2021 than they were in 2020. They only had 19 sacks in 2020, well over 40 a year ago. They flipped seven new starters on the defense in last off season to be much better. Jeffrey Simmons took another step. With the addition of Bud Dupree and Danico Autry, Harold Landry had a breakout career year and got a new contract. Kevin Byard got back to being an all-pro safety and went to the Pro Bowl, right? You saw Christian Fulton in year two make a massive jump. Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins was miles better and faster than slow-ass Jonathan Joseph. And so you saw Amani Hooker, Dane Crookshank. David Long Jr., right? Zach Cunningham joined the team midway, late through the season. You saw all these pieces come together, and that's how the Titans defense was able to be the sixth best scoring defense in the NFL a year ago. Now, what can they do this year? Because you've got Bud Dupree back and actually healthy to start the year. Zach Cunningham here for the entire offseason process. And then you've got everybody else a year older and a year better when it comes to Landry, David Long Jr., Christian Fulton, hopefully some guys rise like Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden to make that similar transition the way Fulton and Hooker did a year ago, right? So where can this Titans defense get to? Because they were damn good last year. They have an opportunity to do something for the first time in franchise history. And that is being the number one scoring defense in the NFL.
1: Well, and if you look at last year, I mean, they were really consistent. You know, the because the, I was doing some research for the show and their big get. And I think the the stat altering uh, or game altering stat was they held the Kansas City Chiefs to three points in week seven. Nobody holds the Kansas City Chiefs to three points. And so that brought all of their their, yeah. their their points per game down on top of, and I don't want to discredit this, and look, they, they blanked the Jags, they only allowed three points to the Dolphins. So those other two other teams help. But where they won games against the Rams, they only allowed 16 points. Mm-hmm. Against the Saints, they only around 21. Like those type of games that got them to where they are. You know, even Pittsburgh, they allowed 19 under 20 under their average in a loss. San Francisco on that Thursday night game, they only allowed 17. Yeah. These are the type of defensive games and performances they had last year that made them so good, kept them in games, and without, you know, an offense that featured Derrick Henry for most of the year, featured Julio Jones and A.J. Brown for most of the year, they were off and on. So, they had they put these these games together that were pretty dang impressive, and they took care of business. And I think we both agree that they're going to be even better next this coming season.
0: And so you bring up those those point those games where they allowed low scoring points, right? Where uh, they were able to win games uh, and shut teams down, like Miami, Kansas City. You mentioned the goose egg against the Jags. The Titans' defense should get credit for that, right? I understand you're looking at the overall formula. Of 17 games and they them allowing 20.8 <clears throat> throughout the season, but now let's also think about this: where the defense got screwed by the offense, right? Because the Titans lost 22 to 13 against the Houston Texans at home. You remember how ugly that game was? I remember my my I remember this, and I can vividly see my tweet about it. The Titans defense allowed 15 points in that game, so all but one touchdown. The Titans defense allowed all but one touchdown. So 15 points in that game off of the turnovers by the Titans and only gave up one first down to allow those 15 points off turnovers, right? So it was turnovers in your own end. Chester Rogers fumbling on the six yard line to allow Houston to kick field goals and score touchdowns without having to gain a first down. So that, that goes against the defense and they're still able to be really damn good across uh, the season. So Here is how the NFL's defensive rankings uh, looked at the end of last season. You get the Buffalo Bills leading the the league with just 17 points a game. Then the Patriots, the Broncos, the Saints, Tampa, the Titans, and then the Cowboys. The Cowboys, ironically, had the number one scoring offense and the seventh best scoring defense. And if you look closely, you can see the Bucs and Titans. The Titans were literally two points away overall in the entire year, which is maybe one of those Texans turnovers from being a top five scoring defense. But they found they round out right there at number six. So, Zach, here's the conversation we're going to jump into now. What percentage chance do we think this Titans defense this season can go from six to number one? Right. What percentage chance do you think the Titans have for having this defense going from sixth in the league in scoring to number one in scoring? We'll talk about Zach and I did research about all the other teams I showed on that graphic about who they gained, who they lost. We all know the Titans like the back of our hands, so we can have a good conversation about this. So, what percentage chance do you think the Titans defense has from going to sixth and a one in scoring defense? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. I got, I tell you what, Zach. My percentage chance of having a comfortable beach vacation next week has skyrocketed because I went and saw the Bone and Joint Institute yesterday, saw Dr. Jeff Watson, got the steroid injection into my foot to help my plantar fasciitis so I can walk barefoot on the beach next week pain-free. Because Dr. Jeff Watson said, look, you get this shot, I'm sorry, it's going to be the most painful steroid injection we give you because of all the different sensitivities you have in the bottom of your foot. Wasn't that bad, was able to deal with it. And now in a couple of days, that steroid will take effect. And I'll be walking on the beach comfort, uh, with comfort and pain-free next week with ease because of what the Bone and Joint Institute can do with their service, how they take care of their people. They they made it easy on me to be in and out of that doctor's appointment to get a steroid injection in my foot in less than 15 minutes. It was incredible. It was a great experience. Boneandjointtn.org, they can help you out. Boneandjointtn.org.
1: We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZSports for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That Those are for that is for new users. They've got promos going on for users that have already signed up. That's always a great thing. But when you do sign up, use that promo code ATOZSports. No spaces, all one word. That's the promo code. And you'll be eligible for a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for your first bet. I mean, you can't beat it. Download the no. app today. Bet MGM in your app store on your phone.
0: Absolutely. So what percentage chance the Titans have of being the number one scoring defense in the NFL? I'll show this graphic one more time and I'll send uh, Zach to the chat because you guys, I- I've seen a lot of a lot of answers come through. So the Titans came in in sixth in the NFL in scoring defense. Uh, A year ago, behind the Bills, Patriots, Broncos, Saints, Bucks, and the Cowboys. They were just ahead of the Cowboys there. So, what percentage chance do the Titans have of being number one in this category? Something they've never done in franchise history. Because I thought they did it in 2000. I thought the year after the Super Bowl 34 loss, I knew the Titans defense was number one in total yards. But they were second in scoring defense. So, the Titans, as the Tennessee Titans, have never been the number one scoring defense in the entire league, so can they do it this year?
1: Well, let's see what the chat says. 24% coming from David. Steven believes with 100%. Mark Jones says 98%. 5% from Nav, 454. 10% from Guy. Jonathan goes 60. Brandon says 75. Billy Jones says 60. 24% chance from Jared. Need more pressure to create turnovers. Jason says 13%. I don't know how to calculate that percentage, but I'll say 35% from Roy, 60% from Nate's burner account. Quay says 30%. They'll drop, but be better all around. 3583 only because of the corners from the author of many leather-bound books, Stephen King. 10% from Kenneth. Deborah says 75%. Roy, another Roy, uh, Roy L. Wright says 50%. Uh, Strike says 20%. Tighten up says 80%. 90 from Harry and Eddie goes with 70%. Darius goes 38. So we're kind of all over the board. G-Man says something that we haven't heard though. Zero. Dead zero. Facing Burrow, Mahomes, Rogers, Herbert, et cetera, all those big arms. He is at zero percent. And G-Man on base brings up a very, very good point. Um I'm not going to go zero, but I am going to dive into their competition because I think that's important. G-Man brought something else that I always look at is who are you competing against, right? Yeah. This defense, I think, is carried by, and I will say this, I think is carried by two individuals. I don't necessarily think that they are the most or the the most important singular player on the team. I don't think that. I think that goes to uh, another individual. But what Harold Landry and Bud Dupree do this season will tell us this tale. It really will. There's too much money wrapped up in those two individuals. Five-year, $87.5 million contract for Harold Landry. A five-year, $82.5 million contract for Bud Dupree. I'm talking about over $160 million over the course of five years to two guys to rush the passer. That's who I look at to see how they can get from sixth, fifth, whatever you want to call it with the tie, up. And then I look at the competition around them. I look at the Cowboys. I don't think that the Cowboys' defense will be as good as it was last year. Micah Parsons was unbelievable, and I still think he will be unbelievable. And look, that Demarcus Lawrence or uh, uh, Lawrence resigned as well, right? So like, Randy Gregory's have, gone, right? Gregory is gone.
0: We'll talk Von about Miller. Where did not Gregory
1: go went. there. I'm sorry. Von Miller did not go there. No, And we'll
0: talk about where Randy Gregory and Von Miller went when we talk about who else can be up there in the top defense.
1: I don't know if Diggs is going to have as good of a season as he did last year. I (laughs) mean, can you dig it? He was picking off passes left and right. And and
0: interceptions and turnovers, like we kind of understand from the last two years, the Titans are not something you can count on. It's there's fluky things. Now, obviously... Kevin Byard's really good at getting picks, right? We know he is skilled in that and you can count on him with his film study being able to take advantage of some things. But interceptions and turnovers are a lot of uh, luck involved and just taking advantages of the right opportunities when they just happen to present themselves.
1: You look at New England and what they did, they didn't draft a defensive player till the third round, Marcus Jones, out of Houston. So I don't know how much of an impact he will be this year. They did resign sign Devin McCourty, and we all know Devin McCourty is good. He's a little bit older, right? He's been in the league for quite some time. Got Jabril Peppers to a one-year deal. But overall, I mean, Malcolm Butler is now returning, right? So like, they had a really good defense with Judon off the edge, and Bill Belichick's always going to coach him up. Call me biased. I don't care. I can see it in the chat. I don't give a damn. I do think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense will be a top three defense with what they did in the draft with Tom Brady and the weapons that he will have this year. He won't have Gronk, but Chris Godwin will come back eventually off of an ACL. I think you know another year in the offense doesn't hurt Tom Brady. It only helps Tom Brady. And they drafted Logan Hall. You got to remember, they like the Titans. They traded away their number one pick. Titans got more picks. The Bucks got more picks. Logan Hall out of Houston, the defensive tackle, in which I absolutely loved. I loved that pick at thirty-three overall. So they kind of had the pick of the litter in the third round or in the second round, excuse me. That was their first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I think that they are going to be very, very good. So look, I think the Titans are going to be stellar as well. But here's the caveat to what G-Man said. Look at who the Bucs face. The Bucks division are against Jameis Winston trying to eat W's. Matt Corral or Sam Darnold in Carolina. And the Atlanta Falcons with Marcus Mariota. Oh, no, I'm not playing. I got a ball cap on the sideline because probably Desmond Ritter is going to take over at some point. So, they got to play all three of those teams twice. Yeah, I think six, they can hold yeah. those to low scoring.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, I could see where they can. You know, the Saints, Jameis can put up points. Like You also know as a Tampa fan that Jameis can explode for 40-point games. He blew he out
1: the three-pick sixes. At no, I, I, know, a, I know
0: that. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that's the volatility of Jameis Winston that you just really do not know what to expect every game, which make would make me have stupid high levels of sports anxiety if I had to rely upon Jameis Winston, if he was my guy or somebody that made me money. I don't know. It, just, yeah,
1: the, the easiest way I can describe it, you were in a terrible relationship with a crazy ex-girlfriend and then you found the love of your life. Jam- Jameis Winston was the crazy ex-girlfriend. Tom Brady is the love of your life that got you a Super Bowl. I mean, that that was the, the range of emotions that Bucks yeah. fans, including myself, felt when that switch happened. It was I, I was wild.
0: I was also going to maybe uh, compare Jameis Winston to a wheel you spin that has 12 different sections of, of the wheel. Eight of them are punishments. Four of them are pretty okay. And, you just, <laughs> and just see what happens. Right? And just, you know, and that's what Jameis Winston might be like. All right. So I, I think that for the Titans, the good thing about the Titans is who is, what's the biggest loss? for the Titans defense this off season. Cause they're bringing back a lot of guys, right? Harold Landry's intact. That might've cost them AJ Brown to an extent. I don't know. We all thought they could still get all that thing, all those things done, but Harold Landry's back. Who else did they lost? In your opinion, is it Dan? Cru- Dane, Dane Crookshank and Jack rabbit are the two guys that they've lost. And you know, I like Dane Crookshank a lot. They're going to have to replace. And I think G man brought up another good comment about Crookshank earlier is that, uh, who's going to cover the tight ends? Because part of the reason why the Chiefs could only put up three points in Nissan Stadium is because David Long and Dane Crookshank gave Travis Kelsey fits all day long, and they consistently gave tight ends fits all game, all season long. So, and you know, Kevin says biggest loss is on. and I see Kieran say Rashawn Evans, I see some others say Crookshank and Jack Rabbit, on Brown and Rashawn Evans were rotational linebackers at the end of their Titans career. But we
1: it, saw, like, we never saw, like, outstanding Rashawn Evans for extended amount of times no. being a first-round pick. No. But we saw outstanding Jayon Brown for an extended amount of time, and that was pretty damn impressive. But not
0: last year. No, I know. I It In, wasn't
1: last year, no. but we had seen it. The, we never saw 5-4 Rash- on the defense We never saw like whoa. This guy's this guy has arrived for the long term.
0: Rashawn Evans' best game was in the divisional and the wild card round of the playoffs in New England. That was his best game ever as a tight. And Jayon and Rashawn Fire Elmo, which I I don't know who that is. That might it's not Jeff, but Fire Elmo on Twitch says Jayon and Rashawn will not be missed. I. I mean that's harsh. That's business, but But I think it's
1: true. Yeah, Jayon's career changed for the Titans at least. I don't know what his his career will be afterwards when he dislocated his elbow.
0: Yeah, Uh, and and that moment in time on those two guys, the last two games of the Titans' season, they rotated as inactive. You know, one was inactive against the Texans, and then the other was inactive against the Bengals. The next uh, following. Uh, week right in the playoffs so those guys were not in the plans you know they've got Zach Cunningham and David Long Jr. who are better than those two guys and Monty Rice going into his second year who uh, I thought showed some good spots um, as a rookie when he was called upon last season so my my point is the Titans defense kept all the core Jack Rabbit performed better than I feel like social media perception gave him credit for He saved the game against the 49ers on Thursday night with an interception in the end zone that could have let that thing get away real fast. And I think Caleb Farley has a higher ceiling than Jack Rabbit, but it's a massive unknown. I think Christian Fulton's prime to be a stud. So I think the Titans defense is better than it was a year ago. So my, but my, but what was your percentage chance of being number one?
1: I haven't said yet. Okay, so... We haven't gone through your teams.
0: Okay. Yeah, and... You did Mike, all that
1: research. You gotta tell me. Hey,
0: come on, bro. All right, all right. So, here's why. Because I think the Buffalo Bills are going to be the best defense in the NFL. Because they were the number one defense in the NFL last year. Right? I, I, I Only giving up 17 points a game. They added Von Miller. They added Shaq Lawson, who has been there before, and Daquan Jones, uh, former Titan, who is there as a depth interior defensive line piece. And then the Bills drafted in the first round, Kyrie Elam was a cornerback out of Florida, to hopefully be the guy opposite of lockdown Tredavious White. So I think the Bills have the best defense. The other teams on my list that I did the research on that are also on this, the Denver Broncos, They lost three starters, including Kyle Fuller, A.J. Johnson, and Bryce Callahan from a year ago. They added Randy Gregory and D.J. Jones. So maybe you could argue they they got a little bit better, but I'm going to call that a wash because Randy Gregory is somebody that's hard to trust uh, over a long time. Um, And then the Saints replaced uh, Marcus Williams, who got a big money contract, with a safety, Marcus May. And then they added Taco Charlton, who is a draft bust who's floating around the league? So I could say the Saints probably got worse overall, uh, or even. So I, I I think the main thing here, Zach, is the Bills. And you said you think the Bucks can be top three. I think the Titans top three bets is probably where to go. I think there's you know a 40% chance that they could be top three scoring defense. But when it comes to number one scoring defense, I, I like G Man's thought. It's not 0% because I think they're going to be really damn good, but I'm going to say 8% chance that they can have the number one defense and scored.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it's nowhere close to being like 90 or 70. No. That, that that's not, not it. The, the, the thing with the bills. And I just did this research while you were talking. I look at their division, right? So how, they're the, the teams that they play, the jets, the dolphins and the Patriots last year, they gave up an average between those three teams in six games, twelve point one points per yeah. game. Yeah. They blanked the Dolphins once, ten points against the Jets. Twelve point one in six games is going to bring that down, and that's just based on bad competition. That's why same I said thing what with I the Bucks, again.
0: right? Which also kind of goes the same thing with the Saints. Is that the Saints have to play Tom Brady in the Bucks' offense? So I, I am probably higher than. Wait, what are you? I said 8% chance the Titans can be the top scoring defense. 40% chance they can be a top three scoring defense.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to say 15. And okay. the reason why is I really like the Titans defense. Yeah. I, I G man brought up a very good point, though. They play some, like, disastrously good quarterbacks. Like, they can put you in a tizzy and score really quick. I just, I love, I, I love the front four. I love Zach Cunningham. I think he is going to be better this year than Rashawn Evans was his entire Titans career. Kevin Byard, Pro Bowl Kevin Byard got back to Kevin Byard. Amani Hooker. I like Imani Hooker, right? They've, they were trying to p- replace Kenny Vaccaro a couple of years ago. And I think they did that very nicely.
0: Yeah, that was the perfect draft, replace, repeat situation for Kenny Vaccaro. Well, really, Jonathan Ciprian that turned into Kenny Vaccaro, and then Imani Hooker. Yeah,
1: and their their corner depth they're they're very full at corner, like with young talent. Now, I don't know what that young talent is going to do. I think that's the question mark. But we know Christian Fulton can ball. Yeah, we know that man can play. I you know y-
0: you talk about Caleb Farley.
1: He better be able to
0: ball. That's the wild card. Caleb Farley is the wild card in this. Linchpin, whatever you want to call him. He is the, he is the, per- if he can be what we saw at Virginia Tech when he was the a- ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Now that was in 2019, right? So it's been a bit because he sat out 2020 COVID year. then last year, uh, he had the, the knee injury. Back, at, back in knee surgeries, back surgeries later. Plural surgeries, yeah. Kieran brings up Elijah Molden too, no doubt. Uh, and then Malachi says Fulton misses a lot of time though. Yep. He missed some time last year with a hamstring, but played really well. And he was dealing with a uh, shoulder surgery in the off season, uh, during the off, op- during this offseason workouts and Roger McCrary, I like him a lot too. I, and I think they got really solid depth buster screen. We're forgetting about buster screen, uh, who can really be a big he help. Good minutes. Yeah. And so, and here was another good minutes thing that you brought up Zach Cunningham. I saw the stat yesterday and Jack Gentry wrote about this on a to Zach Cunningham, Zach has ranked first among linebackers in run, stop, win rate every season from 2017 through last year, number one for linebackers in run, stop, win rate for five seasons in a row. And that includes him playing for the Texans. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, that includes so, him playing for Vanderbilt, right? I mean, he's doing the well, same thing he did in the SEC. Th- he's but doing that. It in the that does not
0: include him playing for Vanderbilt. Well, but the, the
1: way he plays is like, in we, I watched. I actually watched Zach Cunningham that year when he was at Vandy, and he was doing the same thing. He was a run stopping force. I mean, he was the only guy that they had. I felt like that could make the type of plays that his ability was able to do. I love Zach Cunningham. He is going to be a huge, huge asset, not a liability, like Rashawn Evans was at times. He's not going to guess wrong. Zach Cunningham usually makes the right read and makes the tackle
0: in the run game. Now he he's got some work to do, but he he's not like he is way better than Rashawn Evans was at pass coverage, and so. I really like, and Zach Cunningham's 27 years old. Somebody asked how old is he, how old he is. He's 27. He's been in the league going into year six. Uh was on that those Vandy teams uh, with Derek Mason that had really good defenses. Uh, but yeah, so I, again, I love the Titans defense. I just think the Bills defense is probably better. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Bills have better schedules. Now they both won their divisions last year. So they both played number one schedule, just like the Titans and the Titans play the Jags twice. They play, uh, the Texans twice. Now we've seen them give up points to the Texans in a bunch of different ways with different quarterbacks. So we'll kind of see how that goes.
1: What's the one team we have not mentioned.
0: And I think we talked about them all. We talked about the Cowboys. We talked about the Bucs, We talked about the saints, the Broncos, the Patriots, and never talked about
1: the Broncos. Yes, I did. What did you say about the Broncos?
0: I said that they're probably even, because they they you know they trade away Von Miller mid year, they lost three other starters, not counting Von Miller uh, from last year, and they only added Randy Gregory and D J Jones, and they didn't have a first round draft pick.
1: They also added Russell Wilson, that can yeah. help a defense. Sure, he, he can. He can help. What they had last year, I think that that. That goes unnoticed of how good the Broncos were on defense when they were, I mean, brutal offensively. They, I mean,
0: you couldn't name. I wonder how many unders the Broncos hit last year because the offense was disgusting and the defense was top. I got missed opportunities, I feel like.
1: But I think they could be sneaky again in the top 10. uh, But
0: David brings up the division.
1: It has changed. And I look, Patrick Mahomes, you know, I'm not saying he has a chip on his shoulder. He's won a Super Bowl. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is trying to be the greatest quarterback ever, right? I mean, that's what he is. That's what he is pathed and primed to do. You, you got to get through a really tough conference. He's had some opportunities, right? And he's swung and missed here lately. He hasn't gotten the job done. Lost in the Super Bowl to the Bucs. And then lost this past year to the Bengals to not even make it to the big game. Yeah.
0: yeah. Here's where the Broncos were able to clean up because this is who they played last year. And really, you look at their defense. The Giants 13 points. I'm going starting in week one. The Giants 13 points, the Jags 13 points, the Jets zero. <laughs> then uh in their and then they lost four games in a row, but then they beat Washington by giving up 10, beat Dallas by giving up 16. Uh, then they it blew uh, Dallas out, beat the chart only gave up 13 points to the chargers late in the year and only gave up 10 points to Detroit held Joe Burrow to, to 15 points, held the Raiders to 17, you know, then they, they Kansas city was able to put up some points on them, and so were the chargers the next time too. So, but they, they got the NFC East last year and with the NFC East schedule, they held the Cowboys to 16 points. I, you remember that Cowboys-Broncos game? The oh, worst yeah. game they probably played all the, all year.
1: So yeah, they the had, they,
0: The schedule was their help, too. Yeah. Oh, God, Damon, just making me pissed. 12-5 and five if you bet the under last game on the Broncos just throughout the year.
1: <laughs> oh, God. If betting was legal in Denver, so somebody- I am
0: going—I am blaming— Alan Bell and Brian Edwards on that. I I'm going to play. I'm going to text them after the show with what is this and why did we not take advantage of this last year? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's the floor for the Titans defense? Because I think we've talked about their, their ceiling where they can get, I said 8% chance they can be the number one scoring defense. Zach says 15% chance. They can be number one in the NFL. What's the acceptable floor for this year's Titans defensive ranking when it comes to scoring uh, in their ranking? So, Zach, we'll let the chat do what they do, and you can tell everybody about Farm Bureau health plans.
1: Yeah, fbhp.com is where you need to go to get your new health plan. I did that earlier this year, and I'm reaping those benefits. Better coverage, better rates, better service in 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee I switched and I made it very easy. I saved 20% per month on my new coverage of my plan. I have a teledoc conference. If I get sick, that's free of charge. They can help you get the prescription medicine that you need. I really am benefiting off of my switch plan, and I'm glad that I did. That's FBHP.com slash A to Z. You take a quick health assessment. They give you a quote, and you make a decision. Well, look and see how much you're paying now for your health plan and then see what FBHP.com slash A to Z can offer you.
0: Absolutely. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. I was telling you guys about Alan and Brian. A to Z Sports Picks uh, will be back in August on Fridays. But BetMGM, that is where you need to go to take advantage of baseball this summer. Uh, You can absolutely do that risk-free to start your BetMGM career. As I like to say it, BetMGM. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. That's code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars with your first bet after your first deposit. It's a great way to start. Uh, Baseball is great to bet on Friday, and Friday they have a fun uh, game that they're playing this summer for existing users. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow. But new users, jump on the action with our code ATOZ Sports. A risk-free bet up to $1,000 after your first deposit with your first bet. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or old. the only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, eligibility requirements. Rewards issued with novel trouble. Free bets. Site credit for best expires seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. The next question we're getting into, and I've seen the chat with some answers already. What is the Titans defense's floor? What's the acceptable floor for this year's Titans defensive ranking, uh Zach, what are the answers? A lot of
1: top tens. RJ yeah. says top 10, so does Jonathan, so does Eric, so does Fire Elmo. Derek, top 10, Titan up, top 10, top 10 is the four from Sean. I mean, these are these are high standards right here from Titans fans. Titans Cow says top 12, four is fourth, so even higher. Top 10 right there from Steven. Billy Jones comes down. 15th and nav says 17th if they gave up one more point they would have been middle of the pack this year or last year
0: let's look at that right because they gave up 20.8 he's not wrong 21.8 was the green bay packers and that was uh let's i'm not gonna go mike francesa but one two three four five six seven eight spots back right so uh, six plus eight, you know, you can do that math. It's 14. So they're basically middle of the pack is what Nav is saying.
1: Then Nav is correct. That's a good comment right there. Jeff says 16, top half, 16 from Corey, top 15 from Hot Doobie, Uh Four is no lo- lower than fifth, 15th from David, top 15 from G-Man, top 10 from Nate's burner, top five from Mark Jones, top five, top five, top eight, that's kind of what the chat is saying. So a, a range of, of answers, but majority is top 10 should be their floor. What do yeah, you? Yeah,
0: and um, so let's see. Brad says the floor is top 20, knowing who they face. Top five is the ceiling. So he's on the 0% chance of maybe the number one. Oh, uh, let's see. I want to go. It was a comment that I wanted to find, and now I can't find it. Oh, Brock, anything else in the top 10 will be a big problem. Top 12 will be a big problem. I don't know if it's big problem, but I think the acceptable floor is a top 12 scoring defense in 2019. They were top 12 in scoring defense and that defense helped them get along with Derek Henry and the rejuvenation of the offense with Tannehill helped them get to the AFC championship game. The defense in 2019 was really good until they ran into buzzsaw Patrick Mahomes in the AFC title game. So I think top 12 is the acceptable floor. Because there's a lot of like nuance that goes into scoring averages per game. Like, did the Titans defense play a really good game against Buffalo on Monday night last year? Do you think Zach? I think they played a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, they gave up a lot of points, but they thirty-one points,
0: game. right? But but that's Josh Allen. They played a good game and they got early turnovers. They got a stop to to win the game in a fourth and short situation as the clock was running down. So that's a good, that was a good defensive performance. They gave up 31 points, right? They, gave, they had a great defensive performance against the Texans in Nissan Stadium and gave up 22 points. So I think because of turnovers, I think it's top 12 is the acceptable floor. They can still win the AFC South if they're a top 12 defense. That's how I'm viewing this.
1: Uh, this is tough because based on the statistics, right? One more point, you're in the middle of the pack. You know, what? where is that? So the discrepancy there. And, you know, Mark Jones says, Zach always agrees with the negative comments. Well, I'm not going to agree with the top five as the floor, Mark. Don't yeah, be that's, stupid. that's absurd.
0: Yeah, because so not- uh,
1: you talk about the positive. So don't give me that. Crap. So,
0: yeah, it's, uh, somebody saying top five is the floor would mean that th- they thought this year's finish was disappointing.
1: Right. So I like six. listen to what I'm saying, Mark Jones. So I I kind of agree with you as top 12. I don't know what the offense is going to be, right? Nobody does. With all these new pieces and Derrick Henry coming back after injury and Ryan Tannehill with the amount of pressure on him to perform with new players, I just You know, my fear, I have two sides, right? There's a negative fear, and then there's an optimistic. My negative fear is I feel like the offense is not going to be very good, and so the defense, and I think Sheila, let's see, uh, Sheila John Huff says, if the offense is bad, the defense will tire as the year goes on. And I agree with that. I think that that, that's a huge, they, they go back and forth. Was
0: was last year's offense good or bad, Zach, in your opinion? Before I I tell you where they ranked in... in, uh, Well, I need to resort to scoring offense. Before I tell you where they ranked in scoring offense, was last year's offense good or bad?
1: They were slightly above average for the teams they played. For the teams they played is key because if you look down the stretch, the competition... They won a lot of games. They deserve those wins. They deserved the number one seed. Cincinnati beat uh the, the Chiefs in Cincinnati to help them out to have it a a, a win and get a bye against you know the Texans in the last game game of the season. But they were slightly above average, in my opinion.
0: Scoring offense was ranked 15th out of 32 last year. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there you go. I watched all the games. Slightly guys. above average. But I, one I watched spot- all the guys. One spot above average. (laughs) I watched all the games. I told you exactly what they were because that's what they were. And inconsistent. And inconsistent at times because of injuries, bad play calling, and a lot of other crap uh, that goes into all of that. Personnel was a problem. And so, you look. uh, I think 12 is right,
1: though. I'm not going to go top 10 because I think that's probably a little bit too much pressure for a floor, but yeah. I can't go 15 because I think if they're 15, they don't make the playoffs.
0: So, And it's yeah, because
1: I, of the teams they face, right? It's the quarterbacks that they face. Um, And if they lose those games, I mean, look at the quarterbacks. I mean, look at them. Yeah.
0: I mean, Derek Carr week three is a, is a, Really solid opponent, right? Right. Like, well, we uh, said
1: he was at eleven. Sims' list said he was eleven, and Tannehill's fifteen. So Derek right.
0: Carr has the the check mark. You still have very beatable teams that you can, like you know, the Giants, Washington, the Texans twice. There's four games. The Jags twice. There's six games. Um, th- then that's kind of it, right? Because you don't we don't know what the Eagles are going to be, and there's obviously a lot of energy around that. Yeah, so there's a lot of really difficult games. There's probably more toss-up games this year than we've seen in the last couple of years past.
1: I'll say this, Austin. Looking at that schedule, what they have to do, have to do, they have to at least split with the Colts. They cannot lose both those games. You will be playing catch-up the rest of the season, and I don't think you have the horses to do that or the Colts to do that. You have to split with the Colts. You must. You, I don't even think you have to beat, beat them twice because I don't necessarily think that they will beat them twice. But you got to split and you got to keep it close for the rest of the season so the Colts are going to figure out if they can take care of their business and the Titans are going to figure out if they can take care of theirs. That's Week seven is the biggest game. It 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 is.
0: Well, and then they, it's the same thing as last year. Last year they played the Colts week three and week eight. This year it's week four and week seven.
1: You know, yeah, but the Colts got off to a bad start last year. I don't necessarily sure. think that they're going to do that.
0: Yeah, because they didn't really figure out Jonathan Taylor until the second half of the year. Uh, Carson Wentz, they they took all the, the weight off his shoulders. Once well, he had ankle out.
1: issues, remember? Yeah, well,
0: but, but even with the ankle injuries, they weren't giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor as much as they should.
1: Their first two games are Houston and Jacksonville. They ain't starting 0-2 like they did last year.
0: No, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be, like, they can still be, they can be 2-0, and 0 just, is it the game in Jacksonville or, or in Indy?
1: In Jacksonville.
0: Oh, well, I don't know, man. It might start off slow. They have a, <laughs>
1: that
0: monkey on their back, that Jacksonville Duval monkey's not, well, not shaking. Look, the I big part
1: so. about the Colts' uh, schedule, they play one, two, three, four out of their six opponents Their AFC, they they, they have four out of their six AFC South opponents in the first seven weeks of the season. (laughs) The first seven weeks, they have
0: four AFC South opponents. That's wild. I mean, that's a lot. And so they they basically go Texans, Jags, non-AFC South, Titans, then take a couple weeks off and go right back to the Titans.
1: And then Jacksonville before that. They played Jacksonville twice and Tennessee twice before week eight. And the Texans? Texans, they so opened the season in so Houston. That's five.
0: That's five. Oh, that's five. That's, that's even five. More. Eight, they have five division games in the first eight weeks. That's why you don't do math on what, air. What the hell was the NFL doing? Like, that is the dumbest thing. <laughs> what? Is there a bye week in there? Please tell me there's not a bye week before before week eight.
1: There's not. Their bye week is week 14.
0: That's so dumb. That's so <laughs> stupid. Why would anybody do that? 5 divisional games in the first 8 weeks. So then there's one in the final 9. And you know when that is? No, I'm sorry. One in the final 10, and it's the last damn week of the season. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's stupid as hell. <laughs>
1: What that is should be tomorrow's shooting? show. How stupid is the Colts schedule?
0: <laughs> so they bookend with the Texans and then they play the Titans and Jags twice in a month and a half. That's so stupid. I'm now I, I, I got kind of pissed there.
1: Yeah, well, it's just the facts. I mean, but, okay, I should... back,
0: back on uh, track here. So we both agree the Titans can win the AFC South. If they have a top 12 scoring defense. Yes. 13, 14, 15. Now you're getting kind of dicey. Yeah, well, the
1: huge deal is can Derrick Henry play all 17 games? I I'm confident in this Titans team if Derrick Henry can play all 17 games. I am. I think that they can make the playoffs if Derrick Henry make uh, plays all 17 games. I think Tannehill will probably get better throughout the course of the season. He may start slow with new faces, but he's got training camp to figure that stuff out. Um, Tannehill is not a bad quarterback.
0: And I I'll say don't... this about Tannehill. I, I I think Ryan Tannehill has had a really good off-season program. Like, does it mean anything? I don't know, but there is there is a lot of energy and juice and pep and step to Ryan Tannehill that I saw in the months of April. I'm sorry, in the months of May and June. And there should be. Yeah. But there's a, there's a, dem, there's a demand that I see from him in drills that they do with seven on seven. Like they're setting up, they're going through their install and in seven on seven and Ryan Tannehill is controlling that, that offensive practice period.
1: And let me set the record straight. I, I, do not believe Tannehill can win a Super Bowl. I established that. I just don't think he has it in his being. I don't think the team that he's going to have in the roster can win a Super Bowl this year. And they could prove me wrong. But let's not get it twisted. I adamantly disagree with David. I do not think he is extremely mediocre. I don't think that he is elite. I think Ryan Tannehill, as is Kirk Cousins, are good quarterbacks. But good doesn't get you where those teams and those franchises want to be. Good does not get you to the Super Bowl. It doesn't. Historically says that great gets you to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow was great last year. That's why his team came within, you know, really a drive away from winning the Super Bowl. That's my problem. I'm very critical of Ryan Tannehill, but I want to be very clear. I do not think he is a bad quarterback. I think he is a good quarterback. I just don't think it's enough for what the Titans have moving forward. And the Titans need to find out, Malik Willis, can he be a great quarterback? Because if he can, and they're not going to find that out this year, then now you have something. Now my eyes are open to making a Super Bowl run, and that is on top of what has happened around the American Football Conference and all of the quarterbacks that have either come over or gotten better. Herbert and Derek Carr have gotten better. Russell Wilson has come on over. Josh Allen is arguably the best one in the conference with Mahomes, right? So you have all of these factors, and then the caveats of two guys, well, I'll say three. I think Tua, I don't think he's great, so I'm not even going to put him in there. Finding out Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Mac Jones, those three quarterbacks are going to be key. I think Trevor Lawrence is the best out of those three. I'm not moving any mountains by saying that. But I think Trevor Lawrence, with a new coach, some stability, some better wide receivers – better structure in year two. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be much better than they were. Obviously, they were the worst team in the league. But I think that they could upset the Colts maybe once in their first eight games.
0: two in Jacksonville.
1: Right? I think that they could upset the Titans once <laughs> in split. I wouldn't be surprised about that. So this AFC, I mean, there's so many storylines. But I, I do adamantly disagree with David. He's not extremely mediocre. He's good. But does good, where does good get you?
0: Yeah, and, and you know, somebody followed up asking me, but what about his receivers, right? Like he can look, he can demand and control practice periods all you want, but how good are his weapons? And that's we've talked about that a lot over the last couple of weeks, and we will moving forward as we approach training camp. But Zach, it is time for the dreaded magic bucket. Are you ready for the dreaded magic bucket? Um,
1: I mean, yes and no. No and yes. Nice.
0: Well, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: I don't have a choice. Uh, you do have a choice at Wilson County Hyundai. You can go look at the Palisade, which is their full-size SUV, third-row seating, all the bells and whistles, great fuel efficiency. You can look at the Sedona, which is a four-door sedan, the Elantra. They've got the Ionic. The Ionic is battery-powered. So, you know, Tesla is not the only battery-powered operated vehicle in this world. Honestly, the Ionic is better priced and it's 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 great i mean it truly is it's got a sleek look check out the ionic you can order it from wilson county hyundai all you got to do is visit them online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com or call Payne bone and his team tell them hey i I listen to to az sports i i listen and hear the ad read every day and i want to find out more about this ionic this battery-powered vehicle or some of your fuel efficient gas-powered vehicles, and they'll say, we got you covered. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: Download the BetMGM app today. Use our code ATOZSPORTS. to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first deposit after, and that first bet risk-free up to 1000 bucks. It's easy enough to do that. The BetMGM app is fantastic. If you can be a part of the Monday Money Club as well, all you got to do is bet $50 throughout the week, free $10 bet on Monday. Zach and I, I think, have a really good strategy on how to use those free bets every Monday by placing them on championship futures, I cashed in big with the Rams. I cashed in big with the Warriors, too. And now I'm setting up my next Super Bowl. We'll see what kind of happens there with the approaching NFL season. So download the app. Uh, that's the BetMGM map and use our code A T O Z sports right there. It is time now. Well, let for- me, I got oh. to,
1: I'm going to stop real quick. I'm going to oh. answer uh, Darren's question real quick. Zach, out of all those quarterbacks that I just listed, was the Titans record since Tannehill? Darren, the, the difference between that. And I think this is the huge talking point heading into the season. Then we'll get to the magic bucket. Those teams that I talked about, those teams have gotten better. The Broncos have gotten better. The Raiders have gotten better. The Chargers have gotten better. The Bills and the Chiefs have probably stayed the same, but their quarterbacks are elite, right? So though, that's what I'm... The, the Dolphins have gotten better. The Titans, if you look at it right now, I think their defense has gotten better, but... I don't think that they've gotten that much better than their best season, which was, uh, I guess, statistically, it was 2020 when they had Corey Davis, you heard me say it, A.J. Brown, Jonu Smith, a 2,000-yard rusher, and Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill playing probably the best football he's ever played in his career, and a solid defense, right? So, like, that's, I think, the difference. It's the surrounding pieces. Tannehill has been good, but can he be good enough With all of these new guys that we just Robert Woods and and Traylon Burks, we just don't know about.
0: That's why they play the game. The only thing I would change is I would not call the twenty twenty defense solid. Um, If anything, they were jello mold because of how much how many third down conversions they were giving up. Um, Uh, That
1: was third down. That's right. All
0: right, Magic Bucket time. All right, magic bucket to help us wrap up every Thursday show. We added fifty plus items to the magic bucket last week. Uh, we paid off those, and now it is time again. Is it my sticker week, Zach?
1: It is your sticker week.
0: All right, so I have a sticker. Got this uh, because uh, my wife bought some new um, hair ties for when she works out. They're teleties. They apparently are really good. So if you need a workout hair tie, uh, I don't need man that. bun. I, I don't I don't require that. Um, oh, you don't
1: have a... Ma- I, I thought you had a ponytail this entire time. Yeah, uh, I John seen Clayton I weeks.
0: Or, or, R.I.P. John Clayton uh, style uh, rat tail behind me for my tele. No, but this is a free sticker that I got in the mail. So, I'm going to use it to my benefit. So, that's where the Teletize sticker comes from for the Magic Bucket. Uh, it is my turn to go first. Is that correct?
1: I have always said this. It just doesn't matter anymore.
0: This is the weirdest cut magic bucket slip I've ever seen. Like, did you like what is what is this? Did you cut this? It's cut. I don't know what this is. But all right. <laughs> so I have to draw a soul patch on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Is this for tomorrow? Yeah. It doesn't specify, but I'm just going to understand that that's the intention. Uh, so for Zach, it would be or fill in around your soul patch. So Zach has a soul patch with the beard. So you will have to fill in the gap whenever you pull this. <laughs>
1: so I got a tougher one than you. I made more more ink. But so put it on your calendar. This is, how we're, this is what we're going to do. Type in a reminder, 7 a.m. tomorrow. That's how I do it. Uh remind on the calendar. Say Soul Patch Friday. All right, I'm gonna do that
0: right now. <laughs> not a great way to Soul Patch Friday. <laughs> that could be a new thing. Soul yeah, patch I don't Friday. I don't think I don't think so. Uh it is not an all-day event, <laughs> it's just a show event. <laughs> oh man. Stephen King says, Soul man. <laughs> Jeez, how stupid is this going to be? All right, Soul Patch Friday is in the calendar officially. All right, Vax turn. Oh, no. <clears throat> I'm not get a timer out. I'm not going to tell you what it is until I have timer ready. And we'll do this the way we always do, right? It's, I'll say it once, I'll say it again, and after the second time I say it, timer's gonna start, and you just have to do it, right? So, for the first time, say the alphabet as fast as you can. Say the alphabet as fast as you can, go.
1: ABCD, and Z. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha, baby!
0: 401,
1: write it down.
0: I mean, that's the fastest 40 time we've ever seen, man. Write it down. Mark it down, baby. Woo! And that's hand timed, right? I mean, that's not electric time. That's not, you know, the laser time that they use at the combine. That's old fashioned hand time. It's pretty good.
1: Well, you'll have to do it eventually, so that's the that's the mark.
0: It's pretty good. 4.01 oh, man. give you a to go sub four seconds. Quick draw, baby. Here's, <laughs> here's my, here is my uh, advantage here. I, I have a lot of experience going super read for the bed MGM, uh, uh, you know, it, disclosure. So, well, and I, but I didn't know it was coming.
1: Right. So like you built this thing up and like my brain was like, what am I going to have to do? I, I don't know. Um, mm.
0: I mean, Juan says, "What did he do?" I mean, or you know, he said, "What did he do?" You do? I mean, we we missed it. Juan missed it. Now, uh, Royce said you left out a letter. I I do not know if you did. Um, but
1: check the tape. I have to
0: check the tape to see if you left out a letter. If you left out a letter, it's a it's a one second penalty. Oh wow! Full one second. <laughs> Full one second. A All right, a tenth of a second penalty. Marcus says you left out P. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you did. George said Uh, he heard all 26. George uh, counted all 26. George is getting the love of the show.
1: The love of the show is going out right before we got here. George Woodard, you're getting the love of the show, my man. Right there.
0: Oh, man. All right, well, that was fun. All right, uh, we'll check the tape to see if Zach got all 26 in. But, hey, great Magic Bucket. I guess Soul Patch Friday will exist tomorrow. Guess what also tomorrow is? July. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) July is tomorrow. All right, so we got through June. We'll see you guys in July. Uh, don't forget Buck Rising live tonight. It to is Sports primetime, so make sure you're ready for what Buck's got in store for you guys. And also, we talked a lot of Titans. We always talk a lot of Titans. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for more Titans coverage. Training camp videos are going to be on fire uh, with player interviews, practice highlights, coach press conference, uh, post-practice live recaps that you're not going to want to miss when training camp rolls around in July. So tomorrow is training camp month officially. So make sure you, download or you subscribe to the A to Z Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't liked the show yet today, go ahead and throw that a like and we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Appreciate it as always.
1: Adios.